When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia. Of course, I am your mayor of PHNX, and I'm joined by my vice mayor, my friend, my co-host, the one and only Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. Derek, why do you have, why do you sound so happy? Why are you so energetic today? What's wrong with you? I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go see the Batman tonight early, Jesse. That's really the only thing I've going okay. on right now in life. That's okay. really where I get my pride and joy. It's not from baseball. It's not. It's it's not from this stupid little ball. It's not from this anymore, Jesse. Because this brings me nothing but anger and frustration lately. And obviously, we're going to get to that. Uh, but of course, I want to remind everybody that this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code of PHNX. And simply for betting $1 on the main event of UFC 272, DraftKings will give you $100 in free bets just instantly, no matter what the hell happens in that main event. Uh, Covington's a heel. Masvidal's the face in this one. I'm going baby face. You do what you want to do but you can do whatever you want to do over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And again, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of UFC. Oh, Jesse. God damn it. We were so close. Oh, Oh, we were so close. Evan Thompson says, I need this therapy. It is a sad, sad day in baseball. Uh, Evan, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, It's a sad, sad day in baseball. It's a sad day for me. Saul Bookman says, keep your head up, guys. Uh, at least we have each other. Do we? Do we saw? Um, yeah. Uh, Josh Hunt, how to lose your fans in 10 days? Absolutely. To Netflix, to Hulu, to everything else. Because, of course, we thought we were so close, Jesse. You and I lost a significant amount of sleep last night. Uh, yesterday in the MLB negotiations, more progress was made in a single 16-plus-hour session on Monday than has been made in 90 days of of time of actual time 90 actual days more progress was made in one day uh in a day jesse that felt ultimately like a deal was going to be made they were not going to leave that facility in jupiter florida until a deal was made you believed it i believed it don't lie we were both wrong i'm throwing (laughs) both of them up i don't care we were both wrong look at jesse was wrong uh derek is sad uh derek was wrong we're it's all these things it's all of those things because we really believe that we were going to see a deal happen last night okay but for the record i didn't go out and tweet last night 
I didn't I didn't tell the people last night that by the time you wake up in the morning, baseball will be back. Only be one of us made that choice. To be fair, <laughs> to be fair, uh, you also texted me after that, telling me what a grave mistake I had made. So I want to put that out there I did. Uh, publicly <laughs> as well, because yes, uh, Jesse was very much against that tweet. I'm I just, I'm just glad you didn't put it out from the show account because I think um, we would have instantly you know, lost our credibility yeah. after what happened yeah. today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Leave your, leave your ridiculous takes for your, for your personal <laughs> account, Derek. Just let's just leave it over there. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, Chris, we're we're all we're all there. Chris says you had good company, not sleeping for and sure. Yeah, there were a lot of a lot of fans of baseball up late last night. It was kind of fun, Derek. Honestly, I, I had some we were going crazy in the discord. The discord was popping off. We were having fun talking it, about free agency and all the crazy things. That might and that's happen. what it felt like. It felt like trade deadline, free agency deadline kind of vibe. Like, yeah, like you couldn't wait for something to happen. You felt like something was, ha- was going to happen. There were some rumors. There were some things going on. Um, but Bob Nightingale on Bob one Nightingale. hand <laughs> was the absolute MVP of the reporting but is he? I mean, because he kept us updated on information. But more than anything, Bob Nightingale gave us so much hope last night. He gave yeah. us so much hope throughout the evening. Bob Nightingale, I mean, let's face it. He, he's built up quite a reputation uh, over the years. Uh, we all know what the comment section of a Bob Nightingale uh, report looks like on, on Twitter. It, it, uh, it was very weird last night. There yeah. were a lot of very funny Photoshop images. That picture yes. of him autographing a baseball for someone at the facility definitely made its rounds, especially on our account. Uh, yeah, there was there was a lot of uh, there there was a lot of idolizing uh, Bob Nightingale last night because they felt like him single handedly coming back to report. Uh, which, by the way, he had he had been away. He had taken a hiatus. I don't know what the reason for but apparently he hadn't been there and now all of a sudden he showed up and he had all yeah. of these he had all of these hot takes he had all of this information stuff that we weren't getting from other people right um so yes uh, uh derek jinxed it according to saul and of course of course i did it's always me you kind of have um, to take responsibility cruel for that, Dem- derek. Cool derek image, please. <laughs> i don't have a cruel derek the best i can give you is mischievous derek that's that's the best i can give you i apologize um for that but yeah it really was josh you have a foolish derek is there a foolish derek is there is there a foolish derek no no No. there's silly derek silly derek is probably silly derek okay that might be derek was wrong i probably is uh most applicable here but josh said Mm. it was it was like we all stayed up for christmas together and then when we woke up we saw no presents but got told to wait and then our christmas surprise was that our just that our parents are getting divorced (laughs) josh oh my god (laughs) there's a a lot to unpack there (laughs) that is a lot to unpack and so accurate you know it's so accurate. Uh, so yeah, it's absolutely what last night felt like. Um, I think the the biggest change or the biggest, I don't know, I don't know, the saddest thing about the situation was the hope we had last night and going to bed with this hope, much like Josh said, finding out our parents are getting divorced the next day and that we got no presents. The next day when we woke up, it was just this big, and then... And now all of a sudden, you know, we have an MLB spokesperson saying we thought there was a path to a deal last night. We agreed to exhaust every option. We will be making our best offer to the MLBPA by 5 p.m. that we think is a fair deal for players and clubs. That best option uh, quickly got turned into a final offer, uh, apparently, is what it got made out to be. Uh, And the final offer was 
rejected by the players. So we um, are now at a point where baseball games have been canceled. The first two series of the major league regular season has, uh, has been canceled. It's really sad. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's really unfortunate. um, Just given how much hope was built up last night and, and we were all having this cool moment, right. Of anticipating the end of this whole situation, this thing that has lasted for three months, uh, which is just ridiculous to think about. Um, But yeah, what, what shocked me today, Derek, is that, the numbers came out of what the final offers were from each side and they weren't really very close. No, like, well, you know, you say that, but you can, did you, can you also admit though, that they weren't as far, like they weren't as far on certain things like the competitive yeah. balance tax. They weren't as far apart as I thought that they were going to be at this point. Right. Right. I mean, I, right. I know it's also the future years too. And those kind of got a little bit farther apart. Right. But, um, they're still very far apart on the bonus pool, which uh, right. Rob Manfred today in his press conference tried to, you know, reiterate. It was weird. It was this subtle digs. It was this very much a like a, you know, a, a subtle blaming of, of the MLBPA, despite the fact that he started out talking about it very amicably and talking about how both sides work very hard. Then he went into kind of the digs where he was, you know, was saying like, "Hey, we've never we never had this bonus pool before, so now that." we're now that we're at this point, you know, we're, we're offering, look, we're offering it and we're offering this money and we offered all sorts of other stuff. You know, they talked about the changes to the game, the rule clock. Apparently they want to, that sounds like the shift is dead. Uh, They're eliminating the shift in baseball, which is something that's been casually brought up, but not really something that, you know, we've gotten any confirmation. Was that that made official? Are they, is that something in 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 his, in his, um, in in his press conference today, they said, well, there's part of the owner's proposal. And he said that that was something that they were seeking. So he threw it in on the pile of things that the owners have graciously offered up. And to be honest, to be fair, we attack the owners here a bit. So when you kind of heard Rob Manfred make the case for what the owners and such have offered, there there was some of it that made it feel like the owners have, in good faith, tried to do a lot of the things that the players wanted. You know, like they were like, we wanted 14 games, but we agreed to 12 for the expanded playoffs. We're, you know, all good on the universal DH. Uh, pitch clock is in and ways to make the game more competitive and more fun on the field, like eliminating the shift. There, there's a lot of things that apparently, you know, or he highlighted, right? So, but at the same time, you know, it's, it's crazy the way that MLB profits have gone up and, you know, players have essentially stayed at the same dollar amount. What they're asking for doesn't seem to be unreasonable, uh, especially when yeah. it comes to now losing games, right? So now with the loss of games, you have loss of player salaries, you have loss of income for the teams. And, you know, they've talked about how there are some teams that are completely in favor of this because they don't really get a lot of, uh, a lot of fans coming out in April, but I don't know, man, is there really a ballpark across America that isn't packed on opening day? I can't believe that you're really willing to miss out on opening day and, and have all of this bad faith go forward for whenever opening day is as it stands right now, opening day for the diamondbacks will now be a home series against right. the Padres starting on April 7th, should there be no additional changes to the schedule. And I, yeah, that's a pretty big if, so I, w- I wouldn't make any, any, uh, yeah, uh, I wouldn't make any travel. Don't plans, make any, for any sure. plans for, <laughs> for that opening series against the Padres just yet. Uh, but yeah, I mean, digging into some numbers here, this is the final breakdown uh, for the competitive balance tax. 
uh, that came from the owner side of things. They had it at 220 million, that being the threshold for 2022 to 2024, escalating to 224 million in 2025 and then 230 million in 2026. When you compare that with the numbers coming over from the player side, that's really not a significant movement from where we were at before this whole thing started. And and yesterday it was kind of puzzling, Derek, because the the storyline that was coming out from the reporters that were saying things is that the CBT threshold was no longer the big issue. People were saying that was not going to be, you know, what stops a deal from moving forward. What what was going to stop the deal from moving forward was actually the number of teams in the playoffs. Um which was very surprising to me. I didn't really think that was going to be a huge point of, of negotiation, at least not something as big as the, as the CBT threshold. Um, and yet that's what we were told last night was, was hanging a, a deal up. And then all of a sudden we had reporters saying they've agreed on a 12 team playoff field, uh, which seemed like a huge announcement, right? I mean, if that was the main thing that was holding up negotiations, now that they've got that set, it sounds like we're ready to move forward. But now that these numbers have come out, it just doesn't add up. I mean, these numbers just are not, they're much closer. You're right. I mean, it's its more than like, oh, we'll increase the CBT threshold by 1 million, uh, you know, four years from now. Like that was a, a serious proposal that was made just a few days ago by the owners. Um, we're beyond that, but the numbers here are still very far apart. And that's why, unfortunately, moving forward, I just don't have that much confidence that obviously the two sides are not operating with as much urgency. Now they're not, you know, they're not both in Jupiter, Florida, ready to meet again tomorrow morning. They're going to go their separate ways. And and we just have to hope that this doesn't drag on for too long. Uh, Evan in the comments asked Derek, what is a good wrestling analogy? Thinking you're getting an alliance with stone cold, him offering you his hand, you go to shake it. Then he gives you a stone cold stunner. Great one, Evan, by the way. Uh, <laughs> DTA, when it comes to Austin, you don't ever trust Austin. Uh, but also, uh, maybe throwing back to like WCW days where NWO recruited Sting and they wanted him to be in the NWO. And then he'd like take off his shirt and he was wearing not like he had an NWO shirt on, but ripped it off and then beat him all up with a baseball bat, uh, which, hey, at least the baseball bat's in there. And it's the best I can think of on the fly when it comes to trying to recruit or, or pretending like you have something in the bag and then finding out the next day that you don't. That's pretty much all I can uh, equate this to. I felt like we had it in the bag. We all felt like we had it in the bag and uh, that I don't know who to blame, but we're going to we're going to blame somebody before we get to the end of this podcast. Uh, but first, I want to remind everybody that I do have some more information about uh, Rob Manfred canceling these games over on gophnx.com. If you haven't signed up to become a member yet, uh, please do so. You can get the annual membership and you'll get your first month uh, for just 50. I'm sorry, annual membership. You'll get a free t-shirt. That's the that's 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 what you want. You want to go over to phnxlocker.com, pick out your free t-shirt, get yourself a sticker pack or something else while you're there, uh, and then get your annual membership along with that. Uh, and if you're not interested in that, you can get um, the month to month option and you'll get your first month for just 50 cents. Uh, but please join us over at gophnx.com. Like Jesse said, we had a blast in the discord last night talking about this. Uh, um, I, I don't know. We were we were all awake. Uh, we all needed somebody to talk to. And it was like a support group in, in our chat. So uh, members can get down on that as well as members only discounts over at the phnxlocker.com. By the way, amazing shirts, comfortable, soft fitting. Uh, they make you look more handsome or more beautiful, depending on which one you want to look like. And uh, they're also the uh, the best in sports. Uh, but also, Jesse, 
someone's wanting to know. Chris wants to know. Can we just cancel Manfred? Uh, and I felt <laughs> I felt like his direct, like him saying, "I'm canceling games" or "We're canceling games" or "I'm like when he started off with like I didn't want to be up here canceling games." It's like you don't have to. You yeah, don't have to, right, guy. Right. <laughs> what what is going on? Well, and what was worse is um, I'm sure you saw this on social media that that still shot of Rob Manfred smiling just for a second. He's insane. He it was insane. So I, like there he's has tried to, to joke with story. the media. Someone asked him if, uh, like, hey, uh, can I? I think so, I, I don't know who it was, but they were like, I have two questions. He's like, well, you only get one. And then he's like, ah, and it was like, is, is okay, it at least is there's some story there, and he's not just walking up to the microphone like giggling as he's about no, to he was he was he was just being very like carefree and i don't know yeah i think he was so. just nervous i think it was just the way he is he he's also very familiar with a lot of the press that's there right it's not your it's not just all mlb it's like the 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 elite reporters they're right, reporting right. on this right so he knows a lot of these guys personally he's had conversations and chat with them um but it definitely got to be like it didn't have seem to have the right tone for you know canceling baseball games for the first time uh, it, since 1994, you know what I mean? Like, right. it just, it didn't seem like a good time. It's, it's kind of like laughing and joking with a buddy at a funeral where you're like, come on, man. Like, yeah. wait till you, can you wait till the parking lot? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you and I have joked, speaking of joking about like MLB's use of MLB.com and other things as almost like propaganda, uh, as weapons in their negotiations to uh, almost put more effort into making the players association look bad. Uh, but is that what we saw last night? And I say that because, you know, one of the things we brought up in the in the Discord with our with our family members from the PHNX family was that we heard all of this stuff from Bob Nightingale. Yeah. But we did not hear anything, not a peep from guys we respect quite a bit in the business that are covering this, like Evan Drellick and Jeff Passan during those the late night negotiations. Yeah, Ken negotiation Rosenthal, session. we were con we were convinced that they were all just asleep or something. They just they called it a night at that point. It was pretty weird. And I and and honestly, there were a lot of jokes being thrown around. It was a it was a giddy time on Twitter. So again, while they, while everyone was idolizing, uh, you know, basically Bob Nightingale for being the guy that was providing updates, uh, everybody was poking at Jeff Passan and and Evan Drellick. Uh, to get something out there, which eventually Jeff Passan did update early in the morning. Uh, and then he followed it up with one of the greatest responses I've seen from him yet, which said, reminder, jabronis, I tweet when there's news and I don't sleep, which means he saw all of your tweets. Yeah. He thought he wasn't on Twitter. He was there the whole time. And he was just thinking of funny replies and things to say. But uh, yeah, I mean, I just wonder uh, where we had a little bit, right? Was this uh, was the positive information about the negotiations, you know, that was coming out, was it meant to make it look like they were really trying at the last yeah. minute, but in reality, they really weren't trying. There were some people on the player's side of things today who came out and said that there was a, there was kind of this optimism push yesterday that was made to the media by the owner's side of things. And, and that that's a pretty believable narrative because now that we've now that the dust is settled and we've and we've seen what the numbers actually look like, there really doesn't seem to have been as much of a reason for um, for that kind of optimism 
just given how far apart the numbers actually were. The two sides are moving in the right direction, right? A progress was being made. It was productive, but there wasn't, I don't, I think a lot of us were led to believe that this deal was a lot closer than it actually was. Yeah. And, and you're right. I mean, I don't want to get too far into the reputations of, of different reporters, but I think it's no secret that, you know, there are certain reporters where they say something and you know, it's true. And there are other reporters where they say something and it's probably true, but you're going to wait and, and see if someone else confirms it. Right. And, and what was because coming that out- first person that probably knows what that second person knows. And trust me, uh, being the, 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 the person I am, I have been both of those people uh, and mostly the first one. I mostly, or not the first one, the second one, the one that just puts it out and other people wait to hear confirmation from. It, you get excited and you don't wait to hear it. And the reason why that first person has credibility is because they are waiting for some sort of confirmation right. before they put something out publicly. Whereas that person just got the tip and went with it. Uh, and like, that's the big difference in reporting. There's a lot of stuff that I'm told off the record that a lot of times I won't lie. I have a hard time keeping off the record, but when you commit to keeping something off the record, uh, you, you do. Right. And some of these guys, that's how they get their information is by not officially, you know, going with the first piece of information they have, but at least getting the tip and following up on it for confirmation. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just. I think some some people were were skeptical last night, and and we probably all should have been right that that Jeff Passan wasn't coming out saying a deal was close, that Ken Rosenthal wasn't coming out saying a deal was close, right? That's just they're just they're, some baseball reporters are are just uh, different than others, right? And yes, see, some reporters that. will tell us there will be baseball when we wake up. Per Chris Melton, <laughs> shots fired. Thank you, Chris. Shots. We. We cannot let this be lived down because oh. I texted Derek the moment he sent that yeah, tweet. And well. I basically said, well, dude, you're an idiot. Like this yeah. is not going to end well. For you. <laughs> it's I'll tell you this much. I am still disappointed that I didn't wake up to baseball. Uh, yeah. And again, uh, we got, we started already kind of hypothetically throwing some ideas out there last night. And like I told you before we got on air, you know, some of, some of this stuff kind of like lives in your head. You, you think of an idea and you're like, uh, I, I have no way to prove this. So there's no reason to bring it up, but it almost feels like once again, like with the MLB.com stuff that we do have certain reporters, uh, even John Heyman's, you know, on yesterday's show, we kind of mocked John Heyman's positivity that there was, he was optimistic a deal was going to get done yesterday. Right. Uh, and it just seemed ridiculous. Then what we saw was a 16 hour negotiation session that made both you and I believe that we might've been jumping the gun by mocking Heyman oh, on, yeah. on his optimism so yeah, much. So we were considering recording an emergency podcast. We were, this thing went down. we that's were ready the, to scrap. We were ready to scrap the podcast. We, we were, it was doing yeah. this morning because it, I mean, it would have been completely irrelevant. Um, the way we wound, talked it, about, yeah. If you've heard yesterday's podcast or today's podcast uh, from earlier today, the, the audio podcast, you'll know that what we would have said would have been completely irrelevant had a deal been struck. But that's right. not what's happening because it's lockout season. It's still lockout season. There's oh no God. deal. It's lockout season now, then, and forever. It's lockout season. It feels like. Uh, but the the idea that I was talking about was, you know, again, 
are we just being told stuff to make it, you know, uh, again, are we just being told these things to make it seem positive so that, you know, maybe we can start moving the momentum in a direction of people being more hopeful and less, you know, cynical about a deal getting done. And then Alex yeah. Wood has to go tweet this and just confirm all of my, you know, suspicions and the, and the conspiracies I have going on in my head when he says, for what it's worth, MLB is pumped to the media last night and today that there's momentum toward a deal. Right Now saying the player's tone has changed. So if a deal isn't done today, it's our fault. This isn't a coincidence. We've had the same tone all along. We just want a fair deal to play ball. And I think that that is accurate. I don't feel like they're being deceptive there. The reason I specifically think that is because you and I have talked about MLB's kind of like, again, they're, they're, they're they try control to control over the media the, on yeah. their end and their ability to try to make it look like the players are at fault in this whole thing. And, and not only that, but we, we also know that as far as reporters go, there are some reporters who are probably more likely to, to take on that role as kind of being the mouthpiece of major league baseball. Um, and a lot of the stuff that was coming out last night appeared to be from sources on the owner side of things, right? We have to recognize that uh, there are two sides to to this situation. And so as sure. these reporters are coming out with these updates, it makes a big difference if you ask the owners, you know, how are negotiations going? Is there momentum? Versus if you ask the players, how are negotiations going? And it seemed like last night we were hearing more from the owner side of things than the players. I, I agree with you. By the way, uh, Nick Sutphin just showed up and he says, hey, y'all just arrived for our group therapy session. I'm glad you guys are all here for this. Oof, yes. today was rough. And it really was. It was, It. I, I think we're all feeling that. We're all feeling uh, that our hope just slipped through our hands, like trying to hold sand. You know, it's like it was there and then it's gone. But you know, since our man Nick is here, I want to give him a shout out uh, for this beautiful piece of artwork uh, that he created for us. Uh, this is in regards to our D-backs Mount Rushmore uh, that we talked about. Again, something we all kind of agreed on. Uh, I, I can't imagine anybody else really going up on this besides like you and I said, Brandon Webb. But uh, shout out to Nick for this uh, beautiful, beautiful thing that we will keep forever. And I'll probably use as my like header or something on twitter because it's too nice to not uh have somewhere yeah it's great well well done nick i <laughs> i personally i i like to think that i have a diverse skill set when it comes to social media and and just doing the kinds of things that we do here but i am not i know nothing about photoshop like i cannot <laughs> do i cannot do anything so that so things like this are very impressive to me yeah, I, I agree. I completely agree. You and, you have uh, some skills. You have some Photoshop I, skills. I, I do. I, I do have some skills, but um it's definitely like it's it's a it's like a skill set that seemed useless for a lot of the stuff I was doing at times <laughs> and now somehow has fallen into a category that it's part of my job. So it's Again, a dangerous skill set. It you never, you. Oh, it's oh, Jesse, I could <laughs> ever do, so slight so amount of Photoshop knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, God. Oh, but anyway, use it. Use uh, it responsibly, Derek. Use, use it, it responsibly. responsibly. <laughs> just like just like we want you to use the DraftKings Sportsbook responsibly. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook if you haven't done so already. And if you're a new customer, you can get down on our uh, exclusive offer for this Saturday. Uh, you can use our code of PHNX. 
And on UFC 272, you can bet on the Covington Masvidal fight. Bet just $1 and get $100 in free bets no matter who wins. It doesn't matter who wins. Uh, you'll get your money uh, regardless of if it's a knockout, submission. I like the thing, double knockout, uh, you know, disqualification. It doesn't matter. You're getting your money. Uh, but download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code of PHNX. Throw down just $1 on the UFC 272 main event and get $100 in free bets no matter what happens in the fight. That's code PHNX this Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. 21 and over only. Arizona only. Gambling problem. Dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Jesse, things... Things uh, in MLB, things in MLB are getting weird. Um, so I just have to say that we talked about uh, already Bryce Harper kind of offering up his services to teams in Japan. Well, yeah. uh, today it was found that Joey Gallo uh, started a LinkedIn page. So <laughs> if you're looking for an outfielder with some good years of experience, um, he's available. I don't know what um, particularly you could use him for. Maybe a substitute PE teacher. Uh, that would be a good fill-in job there for Joe go. Gallo. <laughs> um, I would get him to maybe like be a dog walker or some sort of like, you know, dog sitter because, you know, he's got a good arm. Can go play with the dog, get the dog tired. I think that he would. And he does. And he does walk a lot. <laughs> he does walk. <laughs> a lot oh man this is why i, I keep thought you i thought you were gonna i, I thought you were gonna make that pun you just threw you just no i was it was the there it was there for the me. taking it was there for the taking <laughs> uh do i mean this is what's funny is while i was looking up joey gallo's linkedin i found barry bonds's linkedin joey gallo seems wow. like more of a joke where barry bonds is like an actual like hey i'm here available for work yeah. should you need me so i mean anyway, barry bonds uh, does like like i don't is he is he employed in any way that we know of currently? I think so. I think he's like a hitting coach or something with some team, but I didn't pay attention. Okay. I, I should see. I shouldn't have even brought it up if I didn't know the answer to these questions. <laughs> I knew you were going to ask. Uh, but yeah, I wonder how many other baseball players will offer up their services. Uh, it's it's going to start to turn into a joke, right? Like we're going to start to see this. Obviously, we have this word that players are meeting in uh, Mesa, Arizona. Uh, we already have some idea where they might be training because obviously it can't be a, a trip uh, like a spring training park. It can't be anything so. yeah. tied to the MLB in any way, shape or form, but there are some pretty nice facilities out here uh, for people to train at, including one that was sent to me that looked very much so like it would be capable of training major league ball players. And I think the bigger thing there too, is once they get together, you know, you're going to have veterans and stuff that are really close to being coaches at this point in their career that can really just facilitate training sessions and have things go very similar to what we're seeing at salt river fields right now with the minor league players. Yeah. What was uh, something that stood out to me today from when we heard from uh, the union side of things is that Andrew Miller said that we are prepared to, to wait this out, which unfortunately, I mean, that's a pretty scary thing to hear, but, um, but they're not at all surprised by what's, by what's gone down here. They knew what was going to happen. Yeah, they yeah. knew it was going to happen. And so, yeah, like you're saying, they had a backup plan as far as training goes. They've, they've been in talks with some some place in, in Mesa, we're told, uh, where they're planning on, on being able to host players and, and give players access to what they need. Um, 
but and, and we talked about it yesterday they have they have financial resources available for players as well right um so it sounds like on the player side of things they are you know they are banded together and they are they are ready to do what is needed in order to get what they believe is a fair deal and um and yeah i mean it it's sad to hear but i mean that's why we're here in the first place the the uh, the proposal that was made by the owners just wasn't what they were looking for. And and from the beginning, we knew that they were going to be serious in these negotiations until they really got what they were looking for. Nick Sutphin in the comments says, I want Gallo to come work in the lumber yard with me. Lots of heavy labor and a ton of there walking. Yeah, a uh, big fan of both of those things. Uh, Chris Melton says, at least Taiwan knows where he's watching Batman. And that, yeah. <laughs> I was very worried about that. That's a very uh, big concern of ours because he needed to know uh, if he was going to be here in Arizona or in Florida. So, right. uh, you know, uh, it's another frustrating day of lockout. We have already discussed all, all over the last week, how little we really want to talk about the lockout, but it's hard yeah. not to when stuff like this is happening. And now the cancellation of games, uh, they're taking more than spring training away from us. They're taking opening day. Uh, there's no way. I know opening day is always going to be opening day, no matter when it occurs. But there's no way opening day is going to be a special now. We're also missing out, most likely, on the 75th anniversary of Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier in, in baseball. Mm. And that's another just tragic, absolute tragic thing to not celebrate to not be on the field for to not be yeah you know celebrating the 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 diamond anniversary of that it's not only important to sports but it's important to society right like mm. it's just crazy to me that this is this is where we're at so uh hopefully they act fast you know we saw them make a lot of progress in one day so we know they're capable of that right but according to rob manfred today uh the players are going back to new york where the next earliest session that can be had was thursday um and that's where we're at so uh, hopefully we'll have some updates on thursday uh for that live show but we thank you guys so much for joining us in the comments we always have a blast when you guys are here and uh i'm glad that we could kind of scream and yell a little bit and have a laugh or two when it comes to this ridiculous <laughs> we're not situation. we're yeah. not gonna talk about the lockout for forever just so just no. so that's clear i no. i'm right i'm right i don't want tomorrow derek we're going to find something else to talk yeah, about. No, because... no lockout talk tomorrow. <laughs> there's no progressions that's going to be made, so there's no. nothing to talk about. So yeah. it's a great great time to jump in the Discord, give us ideas on what you want us to talk about. Uh, and Chris asks one final question. Do you think we as D-backs fans have a leg up on other fans <laughs> because we live in misery? Well said. Well said. We absolutely do. We're used to this. So <laughs> you, can't, you can't hurt us. We've developed calluses on our, on our, fan, on our fandom. But... Again, we thank you guys so much uh, for joining us. Uh, you can get us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. JC is at Jesse N. Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, if you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, please subscribe if you haven't done so already and leave us a five-star review. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, please make sure you subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel and sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss any of the amazing content coming out from our entire PHNX team. Uh, there's 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 a lot more happiness elsewhere to be had. Not, not a lot of places, I guess. We're, Arizona sports is kind of a kind of a yeah. dumpster fire right now. But God bless the Suns for keeping us afloat. Uh, we thank you guys again so much 
for checking out the show. Remember, sign up at gophnx.com to become a member. Uh, use our code of PHNX over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, on behalf of Jesse and myself, uh, we thank you guys again so much for checking out the show. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when we don't talk about the lockout.